again black broadway podcast man can't stop won't stop man it's, it's a good feeling man it's really a good place to be yo i swear man this this thing has been growing by leaps and bounds man and i just gotta thank everybody that's been supporting man like it's really just been incredible to see it's been incredible to witness it's been incredible to be a part of man i'm just very thankful for everybody that's been checking this out Everybody that's been coming around and just been shouting me out and been saying, yo, I'm listening to the podcast and this, that, and the third. I like this. I like that. You know what I'm saying? You should do this. You should do that. I love it, yo. For real, man. Like, y'all are really keeping this thing going. And with everybody's continued help and support, man, the city is just, we're going to push this thing to the next level, yo. I'm excited. I'm super excited for the brand new year, man. We got, what, three, maybe four more weeks of 2015 left? It's time to turn up. It's time to go. Hey, look, it's go time. We're going to finish out this year strong, and we're going to come back in 2016 and keep smacking y'all in the head with episode after episode of Black Broadway Podcast, represented for D.C. Yo, I got to say, man, this past maybe like two or three weeks, we had an addition to the Black Broadway family that's brought so much to the team, man. I'm just so... Like, grateful for my man's presence, yo. I appreciate my man, Dre Black, man. For real, yo. Producer, regulator, energy wrangler. You know what I'm saying? Keep this shit together, yo. For real. Because, <laughs> you know, I be all over the place, man. But I mean, I get it done. And my man, Dre, he's bringing that organization to the, to the field, man. Just getting people in line, man. Getting this shit lined up so we can get... This whole entire thing popping, man. Dre, say what's up to the people, man. Shout them out real quick. What's good? What's good, DC? My man off offline right now. We over here on the iPad pulling up stories all heavy, man. We got we got things we doing right now, man. We running this thing. We in the nerve center right now. You know the nerve center is always in the trap. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> Always very close to the drug distribution. So, so, so it's all good. I think that's like our comfort zone. Like, yo, if we get an office, man, we're gonna probably have that join the trap somewhere. Just and keep us and keep us focused, keep you on your toes, you know. When I've been looking out out the window at my car like every five seconds. <laughs> looking like Malcolm out the window, yeah. It's crazy, man. It's just another rainy day in DC in the trap, man. But it's good to be here, yo. It's good to have y'all here. It's good to it's good to be back, man. Episode sixteen. Before we even get into episode sixteen, the show love episode, 
like I said, we got to show love to the last episode. The lovely, dynamic, super dope, my homie for life, April Nicole, steady killing them. She killed it. She came on and killed Black Broadway Podcast. We did numbers, yo. Like, for real. Like, that was one of, like, our fastest gaining episodes, man. Like, April had people tuned in. And it's like, man, people came up to me after that and was like, yo, April's cool. Like, nah, she's cool. Like, I didn't know what to expect. Like, I didn't know she was going to be stuck up, be mean, and da 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 No, she was keeping it real. Like, they was like, all of that stuff that she was saying, and I 100% concur, it's like just rules. This is just how you're supposed to roll out here. And it's sad that motherfuckers don't roll like that. It's so crazy. Like, the day after we did that podcast, I went to this party. Man, shouts to my man Timoteo over there, 3021 pop-up. If you don't know about that, we're going to be bringing y'all a whole lot more information about that on the Black Broadway podcast. Stay tuned. That's one of the flyest, most exclusive things going on in the city right now. And we won't be able to bring it to y'all on a larger scale. So just stay tuned and listen up. But anyway, I found myself at my man party over there, 3021. And within like 12 minutes, I've been recruited to bartend. I never bartended before. I always wanted to. I always was feeling like, yo, this is kind of something I would, I think I'd be good at. Fuck that. (laughs) five, Five minutes into that shit, I was like, Ah, son, this is terrible. I was, and I'm not even here for tips, nothing. He was just like, yo, hold down the bar for me real quick. I got to go do that. I'm like, shit, like, I guess. I mean, you know, we out here, I'm making drinks. Like, I'm making drinks, I'm pouring wine. I'm I'm digging into the bucket, handing out ice cold PBRs. (laughs) Shit was wild, man. I was like, yo, I can't understand this, but it was... It was a lot of work, and I'll say that the Behind the Bar episode was educational, and it was also a humbling experience to understand what bartenders really go through from a first-hand perspective, y'all. So, yo, treat your fucking bartenders better. Now I can definitely say that. April already had me convinced, but now I can 100% from personal experience say, man, Y'all got to step y'all game up. <laughs> it was crazy, yo. But it was a house party, though. It was still love. It was a good vibe, man. That's a good place. So, man, like, we're going to have to we gonna have to catch a wave in there one day. Like, man, do, you know, do a show or something. Like, you know, do some type of vibe up in there. Because that's, like, a good, good spot, man. Great energy in that spot. But, you know what I'm saying? Moving right along. Our whole buzz from episode 15 from the Behind the Bar episode It's just pushing us right here to where we are right now. It's pushing us into this zone, into this like, oh man, like we really, we got a thing on our hands right now. This is something, you know, we can't fumble this ball. We going, we we running towards the goal line right now. We got to hold tight and we got to tuck in. So we've been doing a lot, man. We had a lot of things popping off, man. We got a lot of new listeners, man. Big shout out, big introduction to everybody that's just tuning in. Love y'all, man. Everybody that's checking in from all of these different cities and states and jurisdictions all over, man. Always love to my Chi-Town family. Always love to my Cali folks. Always love to my Georgia crew. Everybody across the Midwest and Kansas City and everywhere else, man. Big love to y'all. The international crew is just growing and growing, man. Like, just be countries like, I was like, what? Somebody listen to this in Indonesia? That's 
father. You know what I'm saying? It's lit. Iceland. You know what I'm saying? I was like, okay. So, yo, man, it's just fun to see these things and just to get all these, like, different statistics. Now we want that feedback, yo. Email us. Text us. Tweet us. Whatever, man. It's blackbroadway, gmail.com, blackbroadway.com. Get on that email list so we can send you all these emails. Get us, Hit us up on Instagram, Black Broadway on Instagram. Hit us up on Twitter, Black Broadway on Twitter. We uniform this whole thing. We form it like Voltron. It's going down. Black Broadway on Facebook. That, with a V. It's always B-L-V-C-K Broadway. If you ever listen to an episode, you know I say it all the time. My son said it the best. He said, Daddy, it's not Black Broadway. It's Bilovic Broadway. <laughs> I said, all right, kid, you got it. You got it. It's Billovic, bro. Billovic. <laughs> I was like, man, just let me be cool, son. Let me cook. He's not trying to let me cook. He wants to be grammatically correct. I, I, I applaud that in an eight-year-old. So, you know what I'm saying? I want to let him continue to be great. But let me be great. Let us be great. Help us be great. Let's get it popping. Black Broadway, Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, whatever else, man. We got MySpace page, Dre? Right? We, we got MySpace? Well, we got a MySpace page up? Okay. Dre say he's working on that. Dre say he's working on the MySpace page because there's some of y'all that still got a top eight that need to be filled out. So, you know what I'm saying? Anybody else? Anybody got a BlackBerry? Uh, I'm going to send you your, my BBM, my ping, or whatever else, you know, however else we can reach out. We try to talk. We try to build. With the community, for real, <laughs> like you know, straight up, you know, for real. And like I said, that just does lead me to like today's show, man. Today's show, for real, is like it's the show love episode. You know, what I'm saying I'm sitting here right now, and it's crazy, man. Yo, I started this shit like in in June, like or something like that. I think it was June, like late June. Like I just. Had no clue, no idea what I was doing, what I was going to do. I just knew I wanted to do a podcast. And, like, you know, there's some real reasons for that. And, like, it don't, it has something to do with me and what I want, but it does have a lot to do with, like, a lot of influences that I had and a lot of people and a lot of things that I saw that influenced me to, you know, take my life off into this direction. Because, hey, man, at the end of the day, man, I'm a skinny dude who cut hair from uptown DC. and I do okay, but I can do a lot more and I can do a lot better and we all can. And that's why I want to show love to the people that inspired me to do better. And y'all can think about the same thing in your lives. And then we can all like, you know, in this season of like gifts and all this, I'm going to get this. I want that. You know what I'm saying? Let's think about what we're going to give. Like, so I'm giving love, yo. And this is like some humbling shit for me. We was talking about this earlier, Dre. Like, I don't be on Twitter tweeting. I don't be on Instagram gramming. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not it's not that I don't, you know, enjoy those platforms on certain levels. It's just that I feel like, you know what I'm saying, I'm not engaged in that way. Like, I'm trying to be reserved. But I'm not that way in real life. Like, in real life, you know, I'm very open and very transparent. And I deal with people a lot. And I see that, like, you know, I was telling... My homegirl Desi, yo, shout out to Desi, man. She, I was telling her, I'm out here in these internet streets right now, man. Like, I'm, I'm in these internet streets, so I got to start 
you know, acting like I understand it. And, and for real, I see it because it's a lot of people that I've seen do this and I've seen flourish in this, in this realm. And I'm really, I emulate them to a certain extent. And, and we're going to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about that on this show. Like, that's really the point of today's episode of the Black Broadway Podcast. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, man, everybody make sure y'all get at Black Broadway on all the social platforms I previously mentioned, for real. And, you know, before I go, I'm just saying, December 17th. 2015 is going all the way up at Velvet Lounge, 915 U Street, Northwest, Washington, D.C., the first ever Black Broadway social event. We just coming through. We just It's just a little mixer. I ain't no party promoter. I'm a podcast host for right now. That's, you know, that's what I'm doing right now. You know what I'm saying? That's the world I'm living in. Yo, man, pull me up one time too, Dre. So, I'm podcast hosting, and I'm out here trying to, like, bring my community, my crew, my audience, my fam closer together in a dope spot. It's going to be a fly party. If you ever been to Velvet, you know what's up. If you've never been to Velvet, you're going to love it. Yeah. If, if, oh, that's it? Cool. If you've never been to Velvet, you're going to love it. You're going to think that this is the most awesome, like, low-key, divey, but super cool spot that you've ever been in. It's December 17th, 2015. Sounds by the phenomenal, the one and only DJ Underdog. Be there, be square, yo. Get down with this, man. Black Social, that's the hashtag. B-L-V-C-K Social. Go to splashdat.com, blacksocial.splashdat.com, RSVP. Get on, yo. So... Hey, I don't know. That's that's my intro, G. It's top of the top of the hour here. So, yeah. all right, we gonna get it. We get it out of that now. Before we go into, like I said, this whole entire show, love. It's a couple of things that we got right. We got to touch on. You know, like as far as current events go, as far as you know, shit that other people is talking about. You know, what I'm saying, what's the segment? We'll talk about what y'all talk about for a second, just for a second. So. With that being said, man, I mean, it's crazy that we live in America and this is just a super crazy reality, but here we go again with another, you know, crazy mass shooting. Of course, in the middle of the country. Of course, committed by an angry, lone white male. And of course, well, we don't know. Why, what, 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 what could be the problem? Motherfuckers is crazy. They are the real face of domestic terror. And until America realizes that, we're going to keep on having these problems. we always taking these drastic measures to combat black youth in the inner cities, all this stop and frisk, and cities under siege, and lockdown. When the fuck are we going to take a drastic measure to stop somebody from shooting up anything in the middle of America? As a matter of fact, after that happens, it only becomes easier for that to become a much more cogent possibility, a much more tangent possibility in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... It only becomes easier. So, like, until we get off the bullshit, America, these type of things are going to keep happening. And this guy, Robert Deere, uh, Robert Lewis Deere, how old was he? 57. 57 years old, comes into a Planned Parenthood and just lets the chopper go. It kills three people, one including a cop. I don't hear nothing from Blue Lives Matter. 
you know what I'm saying? Injured nine people. I hear nothing from Blue Lives Matter. I hear nothing from the larger diaspora of people who are so concerned about cop lives in the wakes of, you know, protests by people who are getting killed by cops. But I digress. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> really, what we talk about here is the fact that people lost their lives, man, and we don't like to see that on no level, on no level. Like, you know, like, really, this is is kind of like, it makes us look at that whole Paris situation in another light, too. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you want to place this blame on these people and look at them and say they're, they're outsiders and they just want to attack what's inside of the country. But that's not really the fact. Like, this is like homegrown, homebred. These... These men were European nationals, you know what I'm saying? These killers, like they savages, but they was raised there. You know what I'm saying? It's like they grew up there. They, you know what I'm saying? They may have been had different heritage and different ethnicity, but it's all about your culture and what the culture showed them and that's how they felt. That's what they allowed themselves to be radicalized and allowed themselves to believe that that was the only solution to address how they felt. And there's a lot of people in America that feel the same fucking way. And it's sad. It's it's sad and it's true. It's it's crazy. It's a lot of people in this country that feel that way, and they take matters into their own hands more often than we would really like to admit or understand. And it's just one of those things, man. Y'all gotta stop the BS, man. For real, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't if I was, you know, making gun policy. I wouldn't make it easier for people to do things like this, but. That's just me doing things that I think makes sense. And in that, I got to say something else happened that seemed like it makes sense. That seemed like a good move. And this is like a more positive, you know, tilt on things, man. Um, the boy Mark Zuckerberg, man, you know, the social network, man. My man, you know, big shouts to Mark Zuckerberg and his wife. They just had a baby, you know what I'm saying? Had a baby girl, named the baby girl Max. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let them cook. Let them cook, man. Let them people cook. All right. So, so and another power move, you know, because you all just name your baby girl Max and then not make power moves. Right, right. So, like, named her Max and said that, came out and publicly stated that his plan is to give away 99% of his fortune that he's acquired in Facebook in his lifetime. And he's saying that he's going to put 99% of his shares in Facebook, which are currently worth $45 billion, with a B, billion dollars, into something he calls the Chan Zuckerberg. His wife's last name is Chan. So the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative and you know, they're going to do like Bill Gates, like Warren Buffett. You know what I'm saying? They're going to give a lot of money to a lot of people. You know, a lot of people going to steal. You know what I'm saying? It's, oh, it's going to be, you know, you know, business as usual. You know what I'm saying? But hey, if you're about that life, you know, get you a 501c and eat out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but nah, I, I, I'm really hopeful. <laughs> I'm hopeful that Mark Zuckerberg and his massive piles of money are going to, you know, affect some real change in the world. I don't know, Dre, you ever know, like, throwing money at situations to really cure them? Uh, uh, 
I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, maybe maybe you and the Black Broadway audience, y'all can hit us back. You can let us know. You know, what we, What do you think? What right? do you want to see the money? You think, where you, th- you want to see Mark Zuckerberg use his money at? You know, we was talking about it earlier. We was like, man, he going to put it in the hood. He going to do this. No, 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 and no. But we'll see. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm very interested. And a lot of times, it really don't come down to the money. It come down to who's handing out the money. And like, the people that, you know, are on the ground floor of, like, administering the funds, you know, it just always get messed up somewhere. Somebody got to steal a little thousand here, a little hundred thousand there. You know what I'm saying? It just always get messed up along the line. So, I hope that it works out, though, man. But, you know, that's good news on the up and up, man. I'm a good news. You know, the, the, the hood can celebrate on this for real, man. I can say, watch out. Watch out. Watch out. <laughs> my man, my man Chase, yo, shout out Chase, man. True, Bro. Chase just won that lawsuit, man. Chick was suing my man Chase for five million dollars, man, for calling her a thot. I'm sorry, I just, I wasn't never with that from jump, but I mean, it was just, it was crazy, it was dangerous, man. My man Chase beat us back against the ropes, man. We didn't know what was gonna happen. It was gonna be like. Damn, you can't call nobody a thot no more. Like you gonna get sued, man. But thankfully, the judge threw that out. It was like that's not like, you know, uh, con- conduct or or um, words that were meant to injure her or something like that. That's what she was trying to proclaim. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like that. It was just like, yo, man, is that your thought? <laughs> <laughs> is that your thought? <laughs> Hey, Chase was clowning, yo. That was hilarious. So, yo, shout out to Chase. (laughs) Shout out to Chase for coming through to Chase. Man, for real, my boy came through, man. I was just listening to Chase on the the Rap Radar um, podcast, man. Yo, it was a great interview, man. That was one of the best interviews on that podcast, man. We're going to get into all that because that's kind of like a part of my my show love theme, you know. I'm, I'm out here giving shouts to everybody in this podcast realm because I'm coming for your spot. And it's not even like I'm coming for your spot. I'm coming, I, I came to play. I bought my ball. I'm from D.C. I'm trying to get on the court. What's good? You know, so I got that plan. I want on the court. I want in on this whole shit. Speaking of which, yo, I got to say, this is this is how we can ride out our whole little news segment right there, man. Yo, much love, for real, to the legend Kobe B. Bryant. You know what I'm saying? You still, a, you still, you still the best Michael and Jordan impersonator <laughs> ever. You know what I'm saying? Wow. You still a sucker, but you know I respect your games because you put you put in work out here. You put in work out here. You know, I never forget the time Chris Childs two pieced you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm a dick fan. Hey yo, not even gonna lie, man. Like people been saying like that Kobe begin unfair slander from like the media. <coughs> Excuse me. Since his retirement or whatever. And I'm like, it's not unfair slander, yo. Kobe was a, a bit of an asshole during his time. Just a tiny bit. Just a bit. So, like, come on, Kobe. Like, keep it real with yourself, B. You know what I'm saying? You know how this thing works. And, like, at the same time, we respect your game. We respect, you know, you as a legend, yo. Like I said, much love, much respect to you and your family. 
all of that for real. But you know, you was on some bullshit for like, <laughs> you played 20 years, about, about 14 of those years, you was on some fuck shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's all good though, you know, you got, you pulled out some rings. I respect it. I understand what you you went through. You know what I'm saying? It's cool, man. Go ahead and ride off into the sunset. But goddamn, man, you got beat by the Sixers, my nigga. You gave the Sixers their first win. And the whole time, I saw an article, man. Shout out to the stash, too. Like I said, in my theme was showing love. Shout out to the stash. They had an article on there. They was talking about all the shit that's happened in the world since the Sixers last one. <laughs> a basketball game. They got a whole baseball season happened. Right. A whole Steph Curry scored something like 252 points. <laughs> Ronda Rousey was in two whole movies and had a book deal and got knocked out. <laughs> then she came from the she started from the top and hit rock bottom in this time since y'all won the last basketball game. This is no excuse for this type of conduct as a professional athletic squad, yo. I'm gonna need y'all to pull this whole thing together, all right? Seventy sixes. Respect yourself. Know yourself. <laughs> know yourself, man. For real, man. But yo, man, that's Kobe out here, man, going out, man. Shouts to Lil Marion. <laughs> but yo, oh man, oh man, yo, and I got I can't leave sports without saying this. Man, first place, motherfucker. Skins. Skins and friends. Alright? That's that's how we roll. Skins and friends. Yeah. First place. We out here. We out here. It's lit. That's all I'm saying. You see all the back of out here catching them L's, man. That man catching L's left and right, left too. Boy, right, <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother show, right? That's a whole nother topic, bro. I was, be, shout out to Tax, though. Be safe. Be safe. Be, be safe out here, man. Be, be even safer than that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Reckless out here, bro. Yeah. Hey, yo, we we gonna get off that. We can't turn we can't, into you know Wendy Williams, man. We can't do that. It's Black Broadway. This ain't Wendy Williams. <laughs> 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 yo, but no, shout out to Black Broadway and the whole theme of Black Broadway and the whole the spirit of keeping the people in tune with what's popping off in the city with the creative culture and the creative community. So with that being said, I know I haven't even done this in a while, but I got to bring y'all back the event calendar because yeah. December is kind of lit. It's lit. It's lit. December's kind of lit. You know what I'm saying? So it's lit for sure. December 2015 is going up. So, yo, I guess I'll just start. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to start with the big boy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, if y'all want information on the weekly parties and on everything that's popping off during the course of a week that we always roll with, man, from the Rock Creek Social Crew to the Cupsack Crew to uh, Spencer Tracy and that Feel Good DC and all of that, if y'all want to know more about that, go to Black Broadway on Facebook, BLVCK Broadway on Facebook. We got all of that content for you. And BlackBroadway.com, just wait on it. Just wait on it. <laughs> just wait on it. It's, it's coming. So just be cool. We're gonna have y'all we're gonna have y'all contented out for this area. Like this this thing is hyper local, okay? If you wanna know what's going on out shit, like I, I can't tell you what's going on in New York. I'm not in New York right now. I'm in DC though. 
And I can definitely tell you what's going on in D.C. So, Black Broadway, Facebook, get into it. That's the weekly party room. But for this whole month, we got a lot of things going on. Big things popping. Big things popping. So, Fillmore, one of my favorite venues, you know. That's the Live Nation, this venue right there. So, you know, they got all the all the top-notch talent that's managed and that's rolling with Live Nation. So, they, they calendar is bananas. Starting... On the 4th, December 4th, Tips in the building. They got T.I. On December 9th, Monica is in the house. On December 13th, Mac Miller is in the house. On December 29th, we got the legendary Roots crew in the house. On December 30th, we got the phenomenal, one of my personal favorites, Jasmine Sullivan in the house. One of my personal favorites. I love Jasmine Sullivan, yo. She can sit in this. That line is the tires and bears, boy. <laughs> that flames, huh? <laughs> uh, shout out to Jasmine. Love you, girl, for real. Yo, and on January 1st, that's December, but we can't forget about the official annual hometown Wale concert at the Fillmore on January 1st, New Year's Day, man. He always put that on. I got to say, I got to re- admire the consistency there, for real. Like, he's definitely been consistently putting that on for some years. So that's just one venue. That's just the Fillmore. Howard Theater, on the 4th, same night as T.I., you got the legendary BYB featuring Juve. (laughs) Juve. Hey, we going out. Listen, I I can't even fret, man. Juve's one of my favorite guys. Cash Money Click for life, man. Forever, man. I'm an original Hot Boys Cash Money fan forever. So, Juvie, my man. I'm from Uptown, so I'm, I live this backyard shit. We, we all did. So, you know what I'm saying? We, we done it. Hey, niggas, like, yeah, you know it's going to be some old school niggas in there, you know, out there talking about the top. <laughs> you know, man, they still tapping. You know, this is stuck in the 90s, man. It's going to be lit, though. Like, I might, I might have to show, show face, man. Always love the Howard Theater, one of my favorite venues. So that's on the 4th, man. And then on the 12th of December at the Howard Theater, you got another hometown hero, hometown talent, homegrown. Shy Glizzy and the whole Glizzy gang, man. December 12th, man. I'm fucking with Shy Glizzy, man. Hey, Glizzy, Glizzy got a couple joints out there in rotation. Like, we just waiting for one of them joints to really, really catch, man. Big shout out to Glizzy, man. Big shout out to Light Show. Big shout out to everybody on the local rap. See, shout out to the Dro Boys, man. About my man Lil Rap. Everybody on the local rap scene that's really out here burning it up and doing their thing, man. For real. Yo, Black Broadway support y'all. Anything we can do, man. We a platform. We coming, we out here to help. We out here to man, help everybody blow, man. You know what I'm saying? So keep pushing. And what? Oh, can't forget about my, my Howard. <laughs> Come on. December 18th. Can't forget about that. The, the official king of R&B, all right? Bobby Brown. It's in there. In the building. December 18th, Howard Theater. It's going down. And at the night, if that wasn't enough, at the 930 Club, well, no, nah, not 930, but U Street Music Hall. Yes. They got a ton of shows going on. Yes. Kikila was there uh, last night. She's dope. She's a homegrown chick. She had a really big write-up in um, the Washington Post Express. She's like Ethiopian, Somalian, and she's born here, but she lived out of L.A. She got some really dope music. Like, 
tearing it up at um, U Street Music Hall. Vince Staples at U Street Music Hall tonight, going down December fourth. I didn't even mean to say tonight, but you know what I mean. You know, what I'm <laughs> if you if if you listen to it today, you can go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen tonight, you can go. Right. <laughs> but Vince Staples tonight at uh, U Street Music Hall, so that's going down. Yo, another, one thing that I'm a little upset about. I was really looking forward to this, man. Yo, it's only one artist that I really like. People can call me a stand for. I'd be like, all right, fine, whatever. But Cuddy's my dude, man. Cuddy's my guy, man. So, and Cuddy was supposed to be in um, Echo Stage on December 10th, but that's been postponed. So, if you got tickets, hold on, get your refund or whatever. But, I mean, I think it's been postponed. So, just hold on to the tickets and see what happens. And if you ain't getting there yet, don't break your neck. And it's not going to happen. It's not on December 10th. Right. So, Get in tune with that, man. And I think that's that's our events for the month of December. Yeah. Oh man, I gotta shout out our, our New Year's our New Year's plans. Yo, you gotta have New Year's plans. Look, it's 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 top of the month. It's the top of December right now. Start getting them, Start getting them together, man. Get your suit, guys. Get your suit together, man. Get your suit up, man. You know, I bought a new year last year with a suit on, man. I wore a bow tie for the first time ever. I didn't even know how to tie a bow tie. I was, I was watching that shit on YouTube. I watched it. I took YouTube University, taught myself how to tie a bow tie in about an hour. And I was like, it was lit. We was on, y'all. was tight, man. Had the velvet blades on. It was popping. And the event that I went to was called Grandiose. And last year it was at the Beacon Hotel, which is down on 17th in Connecticut. But this year, it's going to be at the W Hotel which is on 15th Street, Northwest, Washington, D.C., right down by the White House, down by the Bureau of Engraving and Printing, all of that. Just the beautiful setting. The old Washington Hotel is called the, it's the W, D.C., with the POV Lounge, all of that. The party is going to be in the Great Room, and it's grandiose New Year's Eve. It's going to be rocked by two of the best in the city. My brother Jerome Baker III and my brother DJ Alize, man. He's like, Alize! <laughs> he got the L tag. I can't fuck with the Alize. That's what it's tight. So, man, you know, these, these are my brothers right here, man. These are the two dudes, literally, when it comes to DJs, you know what I'm saying? These are two of the dudes that I, I come out to see. Like, if I hear that they play in the party, I'll be like, all right, it might be worth my time. Yeah, I might have to hang out a little bit. So, they got grandiose popping. My man, um, Scooty, Ains, and Just, and the whole Rock Creek Social crew, they got a New Year's party popping, too. They doing Maketo. Maketo, one of the flyest, most dope venues in D.C. They got that going up for New Year's Eve this year. So, like I said, it's the top of the month. Do your research. Get into your plans. Maketo, Rock Creek Social Club, New Year's Eve is going up, for real. Hey, and I got to shout out my man, Monte, and the whole Cup Set Massive. They got a big movement going on, too. They got a big party popping off called uh, New yeah. Cup City. I like that, yo. New Cup City is going down at the Atlas Theater on 8th Street, uh, Northeast Washington, D.C., which is not far, you know, from, you know, the action on New Year's. So, man, come on out, y'all, for real. Get your New Year's plans together. Figure out, figure out which wave you want to get on, you know what I'm saying, and ride it. And rock with it. And let's... Do this. Let's ride into 2016 on some real shit. Yeah. Before we get out of here and go to the other side of the show love episode, like I said, I got to get everybody on board with this black social. Yes. It's popping. December 17th, 2015, all right? 
915 U Street, The Velvet Lounge. Go to Black Social, B-L-V-C-K, social, dot, splash that, dot com. Get in tune with the, with the RSVP. Get your name on the email list. Come through. Have some drinks. Have some music. Have some fun. Whatever. You know, have whatever you want. Have some music. <laughs> don't, take, don't take my man's tables, but have some music. <laughs> Oh, that was funny. But nah, yo. It's like, yo, whatever you want to do, man, for real, it's going to be a great vibe, man. Sounds are going to be provided by the world famous DJ Underdog, another one of my brothers, another dude who I come out to see when he's DJ, and I know it's going to be an experience, man. It's going to be something that you haven't even felt before. Velvet Lounge, December 17th, 2015, man. So, yo, that's the top side of the show, man. Like, Man, I think we're going to go ahead and uh, take a break real quick. You know what I'm saying? Put one in the air. Uh, I'm going to keep, I'm going to leave y'all with the anthem for the season right now, man. Episode 16, Show Love episode, Black Broadway. As soon as I touch down in a city, man, they all coming out. They love me in New York. Yeah, they do. And down south. They know I'm from the west side, and I stay with the love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Kush, long money, bad guns, real niggas here with me. Here where I go, you know I'm solid. A1 with these girls, you know I'm solid. Honey with my bros, you know I'm solid. I guess you couldn't go nothing about it. Oh, I'm solid. I guess you would know nothing about it. Yeah. Big Kush, long money, money. bad chicks, real niggas here with me. Yeah, 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 Stitching on your homies, that ain't solid. Tricking she and yours, that ain't solid. She and mine are in and out, eh? Wouldn't get that ass a dollar. Uh, she said, don't you got a million dollars? I told her, stay up by my pocket. Stay the hell from around me. You can miss me with that false. You ain't drop none on this. Big Kush, long money, money. bad girls. Real niggas here with me, yeah, yeah, Go, you know I'm solid. A1 with these girl, you know I'm solid. Honey with my bros, you know I'm solid. I guess you wouldn't know nothing about it. Oh, I'm solid. Everywhere I go, you know I'm solid. I guess you wouldn't know nothing about it. Yeah. Big Kush. Long money, money, bad shit, real niggas, I got my money up, these women all down, and every time I touch down in the city, man, they all coming out, hey, they on the way, yeah, they on the way, when they pull up, we gon' celebrate, celebrate, we gon' celebrate, Money, bad shit, real with me, yeah.
know I'm solid. Oh, hey, one with these girls, you know I'm solid. Honey with my bros, you know I'm solid. I guess you would know nothing about it. Oh, I'm solid. Hey, where I go, you know I'm solid. I guess you would know nothing about it. We are back, man. Episode 16, yo, we back, Dre, man. We back, we back. Yeah, Black Broadway, man. Yo, I gotta say, man, it's been an awesome time thus far, man. We've been really, like, clicking. We're having a really productive day right now, man, for okay. real, you know what I'm saying? And in the midst of this, getting the episode of the podcast done. So, like I said, man, it's a lot to talk about, man. Yo, that song right there, that's the anthem for the whole for the season right now, man. Big, big shout out to Ty Dollar Sign, man. Yo, um, I had the pleasure of uh, meeting Ty Dollar Sign a couple of weeks ago at um, Maketo. He had a listening party, which was like a super cool event. It was just very low key. You know what I'm saying? Literally, everybody in the back smoking weed. This man got the brand new album, Free TC, playing on the boombox, man, and it's pumping. And I got to tell you, man, yo, I love this album. You know, man, free TC, man, for real, man. Free TC, that boy is talented, man. That boy, that whole family talented, man. I had to do some research on Ty Dollar Sign after I got into this project, man. Yo, man, let TC out, man. They saying this man innocent, man, for real. And, I mean, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, give me the details, but, yo, is this man doing life, yo? That's Yo, that's a travesty, man, for real, yo. And he killed that song, Miracles, on the album. That's like my favorite joint right there. He bodied that joint. And if you ever even been on either side of the phone, freestyling from the jail or hearing your man rap to you some bars or sing a song to you from the inside, man, you know, that's like, that, that shit touch you, man. That song, man, to move you in a, in a different kind of way, man. I had that moment. I was like, damn, bro. Real, so I gotta say, man, this is a great album. If you out here rocking, man, get you that Ty Dollar Side Free TC, man. No Show doubt. love, no <laughs> Show love. So yeah, like I said, man, episode sixteen, whole entire theme. Show love, show love, y'all, man. For real, I'm really, I'm thankful to be in this position right now, man. It's really been a wild ride, yo. So much stuff has happened, so many things led us to this point, you know what I'm saying, where Black Broadway is, like, actually a thing right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is, like, just some shit I made up one day off the cuff. And, like, now it's a thing. So it's like, all right, let's 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 take it and let's like, let's, like, really make it a thing. You know what I'm saying? But in order for me to even push forward and in the direction that I want to push forward, I got to take a moment right now to, one, like, really get the audience and get everybody in tune with what, you know, I'm doing and who I am and, like, why I'm doing this and, like, what my influences are. Like, the, you know, and y'all need to check this out, too, because, like, I'm not around bullshit information. I don't want to fill my mind up with worthless information. I don't follow, you know, people that lack substance or that I feel like don't have something to contribute to the conversation on some level or another. So the people that I'm about to mention and the tweeters and the bloggers and the podcast it's just my little small limited frame of reference i'm sure there's a whole world of people out there that are doing it and really really giving the audiences super quality content and i want to hear about them and i want to be a peer i want to be a part of that community 
So, yo, let's all build together. But, man, like, the first step to building those relationships, man, is just to show love, man. So, like, I'm going to tell you, like, I guess we got to just start at the top, man, like, where this whole thing started, man, how this whole thing got started. Yo, it all started with Twitter. Like, for real. Twitter is, Twitter is big originally. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really like Instagram. I don't really like uh, Facebook. I despise Facebook, as a matter of fact. <laughs> but, but that's a whole other story, too, because now nah, I actually love Facebook now. You know, go like our page, Black Broadway. <laughs> go like that Black Broadway page, man. We out here. I like it. Thumbs up. So, yo, we um, I started out with my little brother, man. My little brother's that guy, man. He's just, he's ahead of all ways. So, this man put me on to Twitter. And basically was like, yeah, man, like, check this out. It's got me following, like, a couple of people. I should mention that my brother is, like, he's a little younger than me, but he's an original, like, Nike Talk champion. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was on there, what J.R. Paperstacks, I think, was T's name. And, man, he was on there. He was, he was Nike Talk guy. He was, he was killing it, you know what I'm saying? Buying sneakers. He was showing off his little flies, super rare finds. Bro had some super piff. He had some heat. And, you know, that's kind of how he got into the internet. So I'm outside doing a lot of shit that I'd rather not talk about right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> little bro was in the crib on the internet, man. You know, he was really, like, getting ahead of all, that, all of that. So, like, when... You know, new artists came out or whatever. He put me on, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My, my little my little brother put me on to everything, to all of this. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't care about the internet if it wasn't for him, for real. Like I was I just was uh, you know I was in the streets. Like I guess I'm I'm an extra, I'm an extrovert already, and it was just like it was more fun for me to be actively engaged in you know whatever was going on in the streets. And to be like online, like typing, and you know what I'm saying? It just seemed boring to me. But anyway, T, every time I sat around, this man would just have me die in laughter at certain people on Twitter. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm thinking like the earliest I can remember is like Rally or Smash. Rally or Smash used to have me die in. Uh, it was a uh, Dragonfly Jones, was hilarious, still is hilarious. Like, these are like Twitter OGs, you know what I'm saying? Steve Fox, big shout out to Steve. Steve been out here a long time killing it. She's hilarious. Like, just people like that who were like on Twitter really rocking and also like that more, uh, you know, poetic. You know, I like to read. So I like, I'll read anything. So all of those people that were on Twitter, like who were authors and, you know, so on and so forth, like, he turned me on to all of that. So, that's where this whole, like, me even paying attention to the internet thing got. So now I got Twitter on my phone. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm not really tweeting. You know, I'm usually fresh on Twitter. Follow me, you know what I'm saying? I tweet every now and again. I get, I get drunk. I get drunk and I just start talking reckless. <laughs> but I try to keep names out of it because it can get ugly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it goes in, it goes in, you know what I'm saying? But I, I spend a lot of time, I'm a professional lurker. I've been lurking online <laughs> forever, you know what I'm saying? I'm a pro at lurking, a pro at this. So I'll be on Twitter just like, okay, cool, yeah. Like just peeping out all the drops, all the all the fights, all the black Twitter shenanigans is like just wow. It's great. 
the DC Twitter shenanigans. Sometimes I get into, but I'm not really, I'm not really on that level of pettiness <laughs> that a lot of people operate on. But like I said, I know what's going on, and I'm watching this whole thing. And like, there's a lot of people outside of that petty stuff that really have a lot of great things to say, and like, they really, really put me on, like on Twitter. I gotta say. Like, I got a shout out. I got like a little short list of people like that really, really put me on on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's, I got to give them some love, man. I got to give my give love to my man Logic Driven from Chicago, my man Roddy. Um, of course, Lil Bro, Death of a Genius. Of course, Decent and Barrow. Like, that, yo, they had me lit. I just couldn't stay off of Twitter when they was <laughs> on here just cracking it up. I like, oh, one, one love to my man, Robbie Rav. Yo, he's another dude, cool with my little brother, but full of content, always keep it popping. Um, uh, J.O. Smith, J.O. Smith, too. Another Nike Talk dude, cool with little bro, keeps it popping, always been, like, willing to engage and whatnot on Twitter. Like, and I'm not, you know, I never do it. Yeah. So it's like, if anybody responds to my tweet, I'm like, yo, you doing me a favor. Like, thank you, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if I do the same thing. <laughs> like, you know what I'm real talk. So I appreciate it, man. These are always dudes who always kept it real with me, yo. So for real. And then I, I gotta shout out my one and only Twitter crush, yo. Like, I mean, like thoughts look good on Twitter <laughs> and on the gram and all of that. But you know, when you see them in real life, it's a different thing. And, you know, they look good then, too, but your whole objective is different. Like, I'm not trying to type to you. <laughs> like, that's, that's never my, that's never the, the approach for me. Like, you catch me in public, I'm on a mission. So, this goes for you, girl, because I love you. I'm just such a big fan, and I just think you fly, you sexy, and I've been following you since I got on Twitter. Kanye Breast, yo. Love this girl, man. She got this uh, website called Colonel Dish. Like, yo, this joint be having me looking like I can cook. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I don't even cook. She got me cooking up all types of spinach and artichoke dip. I did, yo, I did cinnamon buns from scratch. Bacon. <laughs> Bacon <laughs> with the Kanye breast recipes. Yo, it was lit, man. Hey, listen, my girl used to think that I could cook at the time. Like, and I'm like, nah, I just be, you know, following instructions. I be in the grocery store, smooth on the smartphone, like looking at the recipe. I'm trying to buy the same brand that she bought. Like, I need all of that. I need that. I need to do exactly what she did, yo. And she's lit. She's also tight with some of my other homies who I'm going to show love to, too. The whole Not Safe for Work crew, NSFW, they having the bourbon ball. That's going down. I should have put that in the events calendar, but I'm doing it now. Bourbon ball going down on December 11th at the Manor on Connecticut Avenue. That's brought to you by uh, Tommy Collins, Jolly Man, that whole Not Safe for Work crew. That's going to be lit. Kanye Brown's going to be there, girl. I'm coming just because you did. And I just, you know, I just want to meet you. I just want to say hi. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm going to go slide back off into the shot. I'm going to be like Sting in the Raptors. You know what I'm saying? Just, just lurking. <laughs> back, back, back to the 400s, like I always say. But, you know, hey, no, give me the talking about it. I'll talk about it. And like I said, I'm I'm an approachable person, and I will approach somebody. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's like that's never been my issue. Some people like feel like that's what they use Twitter for, like the social media for, is to like approach people that they wouldn't normally approach. Yeah, yeah. And I want everybody to know that yo, 
I'm always approachable in these streets. Like, I all, I'm always down to talk. I'm always approachable on social media, even if I've been, like, a jerk about it and I don't really always engage or be on this shit all the time. I want to. I want to have these conversations. So, you know what I'm saying? I want to open up that community. Like I said, these people, like, I feel like I, I, I know and admire them a lot. Like, and, and a lot of these people I never met. You know what I'm saying? I never met these people in real life. You know what I'm saying? But I just have that online relationship with them. And now it's like, okay, this is popping. Yeah. Like, that's kind of like the same rapport I want to have with, you know, my Black Broadway listeners. Like, which leads me to how I got into podcasts. So, like, I'm on Twitter, and T tells me about Juan Epstein. So, that was my, <clears throat> that was the first podcast I listened to. That was, that's who got me in the game. Uh, Juan Epstein, I listened to Rosenberg and Cypher Sounds. Rosenberg works for uh, 97, Hot 97 in New York. He's from uh, Maryland, though. He's from, like, Montgomery County. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Jewish white dude from Montgomery County. You know, I have my differences with Rosenberg and his opinions sometimes, but he's definitely a hip-hop nerd, and I can respect and appreciate that because that's what I am. So my brother told me about it, and he was like, yo, check it out. They got this interview. I think it was like Jay-Z or something, and it was just like the most epic Jay-Z interview, and then I started listening to other episodes, and I just started binging, and I was just like, Wow. Like, this is dope. I mean, I loved hearing the interviews and hearing the stories from my favorite artists. I loved the stories. I loved all of that. But I thought, man, it would be dope if I was able to ask him those questions. Because I got some questions. And, like, I got a different perspective. Like, I'm from the hood. Like, you know what I'm saying? I would want to ask, like, Little C's, like, yo, what was it like to be on Georgia Avenue with Biggie in 94? I saw y'all. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was a kid, but I was across the street. I saw y'all. Biggie had a big-ass yellow trench coat on. I, I'll never forget it. I was like, who is this huge motherfucker with a yellow coat on? It's crazy. But, like, I mean, I just have, like, a different perspective. And I, and I have also my city to interject as a big character because regardless of what anybody want to say, like, D.C. played a major role in early hip-hop history. And like an early history of all of that. So, and just an early history of the country, man. It's yeah. an important town. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's, it's DC. It ain't New York. It ain't Los Angeles. It ain't San Francisco. It's DC. It's a different place. So, at the end of the day, like, I just always wanted to, like, you know, interject myself into that convo somehow, some way. So, I just started listening and, like, Man, I got into the Juan Epstein, and then I said, okay, well, let me see who else is doing this. They can't be the only ones doing this. Then I discovered Combat Jack. Man, incredible. Reggie Osei, incredibly educated lawyer, former entertainment lawyer, used to represent Rockefeller, Jay-Z, Dave Dash, Notori Nod, and a whole bunch of people in the entertainment industry help them get their contracts straight or at least try to get them from full-blown rapage by the Russian companies, oh, but, right. you know, he said at some point that he was tired of just the cycle and tired of being a part of that, so he got out and he started a podcast, and based on the relationships that he has from being an entertainment attorney, he gets all these excellent guests, they talk about all kind of stuff, I mean, it's great, you should check it out, like, I mean, a, who, a literal who's who of hip-hop comes in to talk to Combat Jack. Check it out, Combat Jack Show. And all the shows like on Loudspeaker Network. Like really. Like once I <clears throat> once I got hip, I was like, oh, okay, like they got a whole team and they really doing it out here. I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Then I started branching off into I, I started listening to the read, you know what I'm saying? It's like, hey man, 
pausing all that, but Kid Fury is that dude. Like, Kid Fury is a, yo, for real, I don't know, I don't know a funnier gay dude. And I know some funny <laughs> gay dudes, like, but that dude right there, oh my gosh, man. <laughs> and Crystal's ain't no slouch either, man. She's dope. She represents, she like, she represents for black women in a way that's that doesn't happen. Like as much as it should, sure. like just right. a real life, straight up opinionated black woman. You know what I'm saying? They, she she's like most of the black women I know, but none of the black women you see on TV. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that. Like I love that show. Also, another Twitter shout out, uh, Rodimus Prime and the Black Guy Who Tips uh, podcast. Man, I see how they got like a a groundswell movement of just people. That's like supporting them and that's rocking with them. Like I see their timeline. I follow, I've been following him since I pretty much got on Twitter. I see their timeline. I see it popping. I'm like, oh, okay, like these are these are people that are really doing what I want to do. So I'm telling my audience too, like check all of these people out. Like get into their catalog. Get into what they do. Like because they inspired me to do this, and maybe they'll inspire you to do something else, or maybe an episode of Black Broadway will inspire you to. Go out here and do this or do that. Whatever you want to do, man. Like, because, hey, I'm, at the end of the day, like I said, man, I'm a skinny barber from Northwest, Washington, D.C. <laughs> like, I'm out here doing a whole podcast, killing it. We having fun, too, man. Like, it's really becoming a thing. So, like, let's keep it going. And let's, like, all live out our dreams, for real, man. It's a lot of podcasts that I like that are popping off right now. Like, there's joints that I gotta give shout outs to, man, because for real, I wanna be like a contemporary. I wanna be a peer. I wanna compete for your spot every week. I wanna, you know, see you at a party and be like, ah, yeah, you was number one last week, but I had you for the previous three weeks, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's all love. We go back and forth, you know what I'm saying? Well, God wanna kill each other unless that's, you know, what you want. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Like, I gotta give love to that, all the, the podcast that's really out here doing it. Yo, First off, Rap Radar is killing it, yo. I'm not even going front. B-Dot and Elliot Wilson right now, like, they're killing it. They got every, anybody you could think of, man. The, my favorite is going to go ahead and have to say the DJ Esco, Esco episode. That was great. Like, but the Rap Radar podcast, man, it, Esco, 2 Chains, L.A. Reed, Leor Cohen, anybody you could think of, man, T.I., Big Boy, like, anybody you can think of, those guys have been killing it. So I got to shout out those dudes, man. They killing it right now. But, like, podcasts that I like, that I listen to in my spare time, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to listen to Tax Season. Like, I, I rock some Tax Zone. Like I said, man, you got to be safe out here, man. You got to be safe, man, for real. Got to be safe, beloved. So big shout out to Tax Zone and the whole movement out there, man. He's on that loudspeaker crew, too. And I just listened to, like, my first episode of... Uh, the friend zone today. I got into that a little bit. So, like, that's dope, too. I'm looking forward to getting into that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Always there with my TED Talks. Always, always. You know what I'm saying? So, these are things that I listen to. Y'all should listen to them, too. They're, in, they're informational and motivational. They'll inspire you to do, you know, whatever it is that you need to do, at least that day, at least in that moment. So, Make sure you get out here, you know, feed your brain, too. You know, it's fun to have, like, the entertainment and the funny shit and all this, that, and the third. But you definitely want to feed your brain as well, yo. You know what I'm saying? That's like, I mean, that's on, like, a national scale. Uh, locally, yes. I definitely got to shout out Rock Creek Radio. 
My man Jess is definitely keeping it going. They had a dope. They got two dope episodes up right now. They got uh, Chucky Thompson, big time producer for DC, big time producer. I mean, their hits on hits on hits, but involved in your favorite songs, definitely. So check that out and check out the uh, episode with uh, Randy Gloss, the owner of uh, Gloss Rag Mag. You know what I'm saying? Like some cutting edge. DC style, you know what I'm saying? Like DC national worldwide style, you know what I'm saying? Get on top of that, for real. So I got to show love to, you know, my local contemporaries on that, on the podcast scene. But besides, you know, ain't nobody else but us. At the top, it's just us. That's right. It's just us. Yeah. <laughs> really <laughs> trust <laughs> Hey. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Let's not get carried away. Oh, hello. Got to rope it back in. <laughs> Yo, man, but it's so crazy that, like, I'm here now because I see a lot of people, and I see the work that they put in, yo, I gotta say, now, this is some people that, you know, is, is from the town, like, Bobby Penn, Lauren, she's killing it, she's putting in work, like, I go to her website, I be like, yo, bro, this is content, like, you got everything up there, like, if you're looking for any information on the happenings in the D.C., DMV area, and also just, like, you know, those juicy, like, entertainment stories and, like, you know, a lot of talk that's going to relate to a lot of females and a lot of women out here and what they're going through in, like, life in the city or life in the, you know, the suburbs or whatever, being young professional women. She got y'all covered. And I was just, I'm very impressed with that. I'm impressed with my man Pat is dope, man. My man Pat is dope got all the local rappers on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love it, yo. If somebody hit... That's that's out here in DC. Pat is dope. Go have an interview with him. He's gonna make sure, yo. I got love for the homie, man. For real. Got love for his homie, Jahara, East 95th Street Photography. If you go to the Facebook page, you can see all the dope black and white pictures that she took of uh me for the Black Broadway uh photo shoot for in the barbershop. We you know, we had to do it up. You know, that's my native environment, yo. One time for Wise Out Club, man. Yeah. One time for the Wise Out Club, man. Make sure you go 2010 18th Street Northwest. Big shout outs to all my co-workers. Big shout out to all our clients, man. Thank y'all for rocking with us for another year. Thank y'all so much. It's been really, yo, it's been a great ride, man. It's been dope, man. Like, I gotta say that, like, I wouldn't be here without, you know, the inspiration and the, and the motivation that, you know, everybody has given me along the way. And I want to give something back, you know. So, like, come on out to the Black Social at Velvet. It's definitely free. I mean, you ain't had to. That goes without saying. You know what I'm saying? Come on out to Black Social at Velvet. Come on, have a good time. Get lit. Like, enjoy. It's, it's us. It's Black Broadway. We all we got out here, man. We're going to enjoy ourselves and we're going to, like, really plot and strategize on ways to just push forward as a, as a collective. You know what I'm saying? I feel like D.C., we coming up this year, yo. I feel like 2016, we, we, we got a few things cooking, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see, like, I even feel like Wale is enduring the slander better, man. Like, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's some real shit. That's progress. He's coping, better. He's coping better, man. It's like, because, yo, even though I'm shouting out Rap Radar, I got a hometown at one time, man. I ain't like how they played it with Wale. I ain't like that. I ain't really like that episode. Because I was like, you know, I mean, we already know how 
things can get with homies. So like, it's like they really did what they wanted to do to push it there. The you know, to push the button. You know what I'm saying? It's like what's what they always say on Twitter. Rule number one is don't react. But you know, sometimes you can't help it. Sometimes they gonna have you reacting out here. I understand it. I try to keep my reactions to a minimum. That's why I bought that action, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Word to my shop, man. About <laughs> that action. You know what I'm saying? For real, man. Like, oh, man, who else do I really want to show love to right now, man? It's like, it's so many people, man. It's it's so many names and so many, like, at handles and all of that. I couldn't even remember, yo. But I'll just say this. Y'all been rolling with us. Like, you've been rocking with us. You've been listening. If you keep on doing this, if you keep this ball rolling, you keep this momentum going, we're going to have something to really provide for the city. We're going to really have something. We're going to really be able to claim ownership in this thing. It's like, yeah, all right, I came over Black Broadway, but yo, like, it ain't for me. It's for, for all of us. Like, we Black Broadway. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at us. Like, we the new Black. That's why it's, that's why it's that V, because we that new shit. We that new wave. You know what I'm saying? Like, we are that multicultural, multi-ethnic, even multi, you know, uh, transplants. Like, people come from everywhere. You know what I'm saying? They, hey, you play too many parties. You play one too many parties at U Street Music Hall, you black Broadway, son. I don't know. Yeah. I, that's it. I don't know what else to tell you. You know what I'm saying? You find yourself in Velvet Lounge one too many nights. This is you. You're living that life. You know what I'm saying? So, we're going to keep this thing going. We're going to keep it progressive for the 2016. This ain't our last episode of 2016, though, so don't think I'm, like, signing off, yo. We got a couple of, like, we got some wrap-ups coming, you know what I'm saying? Because it's been a, a nuts year. And as much as I don't like the, I try to stay clear of, like, you know, the police brutality and the specific incidents of police misconduct because it's not, outside of the normal for me. However, when we wrap this year up, we're going to talk about a few of the most egregious cases. And we're going to talk about why they're super egregious. Because a lot of people don't got their facts straight. That's why I don't like to have these arguments or these discussions. Because when you don't have your facts straight, it just it disintegrates into rhetoric real quick. But we're going to talk about it. We're going to have our facts straight. And we're going to have, man, I, I hate to even say this because it's not funny or fun. But like, yo, the rundown, the year in police brutality, son. <laughs> the year in police misconduct. You know what I'm saying? So we got some serious things coming up for y'all, man. You know, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about it all, man. We're going to talk about gentrification. We're going to talk about... We're going to talk about the real estate market and the housing market in Washington, D.C. We're going to talk about it all, man. And we're going to have some fun, too. I'm going to keep y'all posted on that because, uh, <laughs> I don't know. If you've, if you've ever met me, you know, fun is a large part of my daily, <laughs> my daily demeanor. So we're going to do it, man. Like, I look forward to meeting all my listeners and anybody that's ever been interested in the podcast on December 17th. 2015 at Velvet Lounge. It's going down 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Got it going down. 
DJ Underdog, this is a pregame on a Thursday. DJ Underdog going to have y'all hurt by the time by the time it's time to leave, it ain't going to be time to leave. So put it like that. We going we gonna to keep it going until they throw us out. It's going to be a good time, y'all. Black Broadway, launch party. Not even launch party because we already got launched. We out of here. We in stratosphere. We, try to get it. we just try to get into your orbit. Once you get into your orbit, then it's going to be all uh, cool. Man, it's Black Broadway, man. Episode 16. Yo, one time for my producer, my regulator, the regular, Dre Black. You got to pop it out here. Much appreciated, brother, man. This man been over here scribbling notes furiously. So, there's a lot to talk about post show. And it's episode 16. We'll see y'all on the flip side. Woo-hoo. Hey.